Hey everyone, this is Will from the 4Plot Podcast, here to tell you about something that I'm super excited about. You see, if you're a new listener to our podcast, you may hear us refer to this season as Season 2. But you might be wondering, what happened to Season 1? It's not on Spotify, it's not on iTunes, you can't really find it anywhere. Well, that's because we never posted Season 1 in its entirety until now. When we started the podcast, we had no podcast hosting. So instead of posting long-form episodes, we would chop up our episodes into little four-minute videos on YouTube. But now that we know a little bit more about what we're doing, we thought we could finally post our Season 1 episodes here for you to enjoy. These episodes were recorded back in 2016 in my living room, sitting around on my couch. And I gotta tell you, it's almost laughable how wrong we were about the 2016 gaming and entertainment landscape. You'll hear us talk about Captain America Civil War. You'll hear us talk about Destiny 2, E3 2016. I'm just going to be honest with you. We were wrong on everything. But it's still fun to go back and listen to and really see where the 4Plot podcast began. So, with that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the very first 4Plot retrocast of our very first 4Plot episode. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Four Plot Audio Podcast, coming to you uh, pre-recorded from God knows when, uh, from my living room, by the way. People sitting on couches and lawn chairs. My name is Will Jackson, and I'm sitting around here with a bunch of guys who love entertainment, love video games, movies, comics, all that fun stuff, and super eager just to talk about nerd stuff. And to be honest with you, just take our conversations from Xbox Live uh, to you, because we know if... There's one thing you care about. It's strangers you don't know talking about crap that you care about. All right. So uh, we're going to go around the table and meet everybody first. Uh, to my left, we have Mr. Mike Williams. Mike, tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm uh, Mike Williams. Uh, I am Mike Fourplot on Xbox Live because I believe in this more than anything. Um, it's good to know. Yeah. And let's see. Thinking about old games that I could never beat. Um, Man, there was this game, UN Squadron on Super Nintendo. It was a side-scrolling shooter game. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Never got past, like, the third level. Right. Went back when I was, like, 18 with uh, Unlimited Lives with a cheat code. Beat, like, 20 <laughs> with the, minutes, With man. the they Game Genie. He went so back with short. the Game Genie. Oh, yeah, man. So it was which, very anticlimactic. Which, which, by the way, uh, bad host on my part. I probably should have opened up with, hey, we're going to tell who we are, our gamer tag, and, and about that game. I just literally, four seconds before we turned the podcast on, I said, hey, we're going to talk about what game you never could beat uh, in your, and then I totally forgot to ask yeah, the question. People are going to love this in the special cool, features. Strike one of you, but whatever. Uh, really going to love that. Blue Mike, set. That first strike. First strike. On, man, Th- thank whatever. you. I'm going to pass the helm off to Mike. Uh, he's better at this than I am. My All right, next up, so Richard genius. Isaacson. Yeah, uh, that's right. My name is Richard Isaacson. Uh, <laughs> you did. I was supposed to intro myself. I you did. You did good. <laughs> you did so yeah. good. I am I'm so <laughs> impressed. I'm so impressed. Matt is trying really hard not to laugh in the microphone right now. I'm really impressed. Richard, please keep going. You got it. Well, hey, my uh, Xbox Live gamer tag is XCKX Sunny, and the same thing for my Wii U universe or Wii Universe or whatever. <laughs> and so, just throwing that out there as well. Now, games that I um, did not necessarily beat and I just gave up on was Enter the Matrix on original Xbox. Oh, um, I got dear. so frustrated oh, with that game that I just 
you know, just just quit, and I never went back, and it's I, been like almost ten plus years. Dude, I, I would never go back to that game either, even if I couldn't be to enter the Matrix. That had to be one of the like, was that like a terrible movie ripoff of the of of? Oh yeah, it was. It oh, was yeah. a terrible movie. Really rip, 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 rip. By the way, you guys are gonna learn to love Richard. Anything this guy says is funny. Like it's just, <laughs> it's so it's just easy to laugh at anything he says. Up next. Trevor Easterling. Tell yes, us a little indeed. bit about yourself. Excited to be here, Will. Uh, uh, one thing you need to know about me is uh, I'm incredibly biased about the things that I like, and if you mm. don't like them too, uh, I'm going to let you know about it. Yeah. I'm going to be mad at you. That's right. Uh, no, 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 opinions don't matter from anybody <laughs> yeah, else. That's the point. Um, my, my obsession with Tolkien does rule over everything else. Um, no. Mm. Uh, no, one one game that I played back in the day that just ruined me uh, was God of War 2. I think a lot of people have a similar story. Not everybody has the same level. Uh, I call it the uh, the mountain cylinder, uh, bladed cylinder of death. Oh, and yeah. uh, basically you're climbing up this, you know, bladed cylinder up this mountain. And if you get hit once, you go all the way back down to the bottom. Uh, it was about three and a half hours into it, not getting to the top. I uh, enraged, uh, twisted my PS2 controller uh, into Play-Doh. <laughs> physically <laughs> broke the Xbox. Physically uh, broke, PlayStation, yeah, my sorry, PlayStation, PlayStation Two controller, controller yeah. uh, with my own bare hands, oh, and yeah. uh, and took the game out of the out of the tray and never 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 played it again. Oh yeah, l- l- loving that game. L- yeah, I've heard that story multiple times. Never gets old. By the way, nope. love that story. Matt Easterling. By the way, uh, Grim Brother Three gamer tag. Yes, Grim, Grim Brother, Brother Three. three uh, Grim Brothers uh, one word and then space. I, I, I. Yeah, Grim Brother 3. And over here, Grim Brother 4. Trevor's brother, younger brother. I don't want to throw you on the bus with the younger. The better looking The better looking brother. We'll say that. Matt Easterling. Tell him about all that stuff, Matt. Uh, Yeah, guys. That's me, Grim Brother 4 on Xbox. That's IV. Um, One game, a pair of games I never was able to finish was uh, on the original Xbox, Otagi, Myth of Demons. Uh, Never could get past this one boss fight. It was like halfway through the game. And then uh, I already had the sequel, so I was like, screw this. I'm going to move on uh, to Otagi 2, Immortal Warriors. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who owns Otagi? GameStop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Excuse me, I have a little yeah. bit of a cold today, but I... I, I Dude, I wanted you to finish your story, dog, but I had to laugh because, dude, <laughs> everybody else picked normal games. You well, said Otagi and Otagi, too. I don't even know, dude. You get those in Japan. I'll be honest. I'll do. be honest. I've never even heard of that game. Yeah, I I but can please yeah. continue about your but Otagi experience. Roll? Isn't that? I think yeah. it is. Think, Can I get the Otagi? Thankfully, roll? there's a lot of walkthroughs online because yeah. a lot of people yeah. have played this game. A lot of critics agree it's one of the better yeah. ones. If you've never heard of Pardon it, you're lucky. Because it's yeah. hell. <laughs> uh, so, so what was so hard about Otagi? Uh, yeah, so uh, couldn't finish Otagi, Myth of Demons. Uh, tried Otagi 2, Immortal Warriors. Uh, played the first level with every character. Couldn't beat the first level. So I decided to quit playing Otagi forever. Well, I just got to tell you, man. <laughs> thank you for giving us the first laugh of this entire podcast. Because when <laughs> you went Otagi Warriors, dude, I couldn't <laughs> hold it in anymore. All right? I didn't get to play any of these games because I had a GameCube because my parents didn't let me go outside. Uh, I was a poor <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I gotta go back and change my answer, man. The first Lord of the Rings game for the original Xbox. Oh, do you remember yes. that? Impossible. Yeah, it was not a game. game. Impossible. I don't think there was a second level, man. No, no there that wasn't. That ended at Bree and it was.
was done. There, there was there was no gosh. second level. I've always I've always said that even the developers didn't need their <laughs> <laughs> game. They're like, guys, we're just lazy. Let's make the first level unbeatable, and then we can just shut this production down. Give me my fifty back. It used to be fifty. Oh, yeah. It used to be fifty. Used to be fifty. So uh, so yeah. Uh, to wrap it up, my name is Will Jackson. Uh, gamer tag is Will Jacks Brentley. Already went over that. But a uh, game would be Ninja Gaiden. I played Ninja Gaiden on the original Xbox. And can you talk about a game that's it's so much fun? Graphics beautiful, cutscenes awesome, game just awful to play and try to beat. Like I mean, I'm sure people did beat it. I just got so mad I couldn't go back, and I wanted to because I love the game, but I couldn't do it because once you come to a boss fight that you spent your entire uh, second semester of junior uh, year trying to beat that game, you're like, okay, it's time to move on to other things yeah. like a social life. It really holds on. Work. It really holds on to its legacy all the way from uh, the original Nintendo. Oh yeah, it's still hard it's on that too. But I mean, come on, man, I, I want to see the end. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, the Ninja Guy in eight bit, I didn't give a crap about the end. I'm like, it's just, it's gonna be an eight bit cutscene for two seconds. I wanted to figure out what happened to Ryu. And I think I just said his name right. If not, game. I did that wrong. I think because it's, it's a great game. It's Ryu. Ryu. I said it wrong. Ryu. Whatever, dude. I, I didn't finish the game. I never heard his name in the cutscene again. <laughs> so, uh, gonna move on right away. Uh, once again, this podcast really to talk more about uh, entertainment stuff, video games. We all love video games. We 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 play all the time. Uh, we love movies, stuff like that. So we're just gonna jump into a few topics, and I'm gonna start off with this one, which I'm really excited to talk about. Uh, Destiny. Destiny was a game that came out uh, 2013, right, or 2014? It was 2014. 14. 2014. 2014. Uh, everybody played it. Everybody had it. Uh, Activision, Bungie, of course, came together. The first game after Halo, which Halo was just revered as one of the greatest gaming franchises after of all time. After the exodus of, uh, of Bungie from Microsoft. Right, exactly. And so they started, went with Activision. We all bought it. We all played it. We were hyped out of our minds to play this game. All right? The, the budget spent on this game for advertisement was out of this world. The budget spent on just the game was out of this world. Now, 2016, totally different story. Uh, the, uh, of course, people get older and they move on from games, right? We don't play. Of course, I don't play Halo Three anymore because I just don't. I don't play it anymore. But if you're like, hey, I want to play Halo Three with you, I'd put it in and be like, oh yeah, let's play some Halo Three because I have fond memories, whatever. Destiny, different story. Not only are people now not playing Destiny, um, they hate Destiny, <laughs> and they've turned on Bungie and they've turned on Activision, and they're like, you know what? This sucks. I don't want to play it. I don't want to see it. I'm going to give it to GameStop for whatever change they'll give me for this game, and I'm done. So people are taking it personally now. It's right. personal. So, yeah, so I want to talk about. I want to go around the table and talk about why is that? What happened that we had a game that we were literally so into, and now I, I, I'm looking on my shelf right now. I, I don't want to play that game. It's a joke now. Like let's go play Destiny. <laughs> no, we don't want to play Destiny. So what, what happened? Is, what, what? Give me. Somebody started off with what happened. I feel like. I should just be the first one to talk about this because I have been the one to put the most ungodly amount of oh, yeah. hours. Oh yeah, we're surprised you're game. still married. By the way, that it's, you put so many it, hours. It's really in this a miracle. Game. Um, and um, my, the biggest thing for me with Destiny was, uh, I would say my my first answer to this question would be just initially, this game suffered from uh, an acute form of overhype. Okay. Uh, this game was so overhyped that it, it was honestly, I remember watching Vidox and early uh, release footage and watching like leaked 
gameplay. I remember seeing concept art for the game and literally being so moved by the ideas and the concepts that the game developers uh, were coming at you with. You know, this is an open world sci-fi game where you and your friends can literally have you know unlimited opportunity, unlimited customization. They they were saying all the right things, and I got so hyped for this game. And they, there was just going to be this great narrative, and there were just a few things, a few key things that they didn't deliver on. And so even though I put Literally over a thousand hours in this game, I ended up uh, just kind of feeling empty at the end. Right. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. So, so, but, but, but we played it. We were into it. We did the. I we mean, did. the Iron Banner. You were all about it. What, 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 what happened? I would say that the game itself is fun. Like the gameplay is really fun. I enjoyed doing it, but all the little things in that game are just so wrong. Like the story, the atmosphere, all the grinding that comes into it, story. and it doesn't feel like Destiny really. Uh, I don't know. The, the people that made Destiny don't really care what the people out there mm, think, especially in the beginning. Point. There was nothing there. And you just basically had to grind the same missions over and over again, which is a complete lie. You know, it, they basically completely lied about what was going to be in the game. Right. And they're they're still adding stuff. But even now with the Taken King and everything, it still feels kind of disappointing based on what they said was going to be there. I got to love how the April email came out like, oh, hey, guys, come back to Destiny. April updates coming out. All of us had the same reaction of going... <laughs> What? It's a picture of robots oh, yeah, typing man. on a computer. Like what? They what send, is this? They send one out for every holiday. It's like yeah. come here for Lover's Day on Valentine's <laughs> Day. It's like all right. Uh, Some yeah. of the tower events are just ridiculous. The uh, the the Valentine's Day uh, Crimson doubles. Oh, yeah. yeah, is that doubles what it was? Playlist. Yeah. And so uh, okay. So yeah, I think uh, anybody else got anything to say on that? I think we because I, I would personally blame Activision. To be honest with you, going back to Mike's point, I would blame Activision uh, on that. Uh, simply because I think, but you you hear a lot about people at Bungie sour about it of going like, hey, this is not yeah. the game we wanted to make. Uh, the lead writer leaves because he's like, hey, the story didn't turn out like we wanted it to, and everything else. Literally because the people who made Call of Duty got their hands. I mean, they literally turned. Let's be honest. If if Activision had been in charge of Bungie instead of Microsoft when Halo came out, you had a sci-fi Call of Duty. <laughs> Destiny is a sci-fi. Call of Duty with a, a, a little bit ways. more customization in ways. I mean, I'm not. No, of course yeah. not. Call of Duty, totally. narrative wise. Narrative wise, yes, very much narrative wise. It's Call of Duty. Well, I Man. think more than that, the publisher just rushed the game out almost. Like they right. didn't have enough, so everything soured after right. that. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good assessment, kind of on all fronts. It was it really was a multi pronged failure on on the part of on it, of everybody. I think it was. A, a bad combination of Bungie's ability to hype, which is unbelievably good. Unbelievable. The, the, the Believe campaign for Halo 3 was the best marketing mm. campaign By far. for anything ever, in my opinion. Still got that um, classical music song in my in my iPod playlist. That I, it comes yep. up, I'm like, oh man, I can see that diorama that yep. they're going over. Brings so me good. to tears. Yeah. Uh, yeah, brilliant. The, the, the diorama set, like I said, still still one of my favorite things to listen to. And and Bungie's with Bungie's ability to to hype on the grassroots level and Activision Activision's uh, desire to hype on a mass level, it was I think right. it was a, a toxic combination. Even though it would sound like it would be good, because I remember I think it was the GDC panel in 2012. I was watching that, and that's when they literally they. We didn't know anything about the game. We knew it was going to be a, a science fantasy shooter, and uh, like just just them describing, not even showing. Like I think they showed one picture of, of each of the classes and races right. you, that that were available. And you were hyped, and that was enough for me. Like I know I knew 
on like a spiritual level as soon as I saw the EXO and the Warlock. I remember getting the text about uh, about the uh, Space Cowboy. I remember when yeah. I was excited about the, the Hunter, the Space Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. so it, the, as soon as I saw that, uh, you know, I, had, I even had a, you know, going in, I was like, you know, probably going to, you know, be this kind of character in this kind of, you know, race and whatever. And as soon as I saw the, the, the masterful... Uh, you know, bungee way of doing things of just just making you spirit feel it on such a visceral level. I was instantly hooked, and and for just years, I was just waiting for this game and waiting right. for this story. Because uh, unlike many people, you know, the thing that spoke to me most about Halo was the really really deep rich story. I've read you know uh, almost all of the books now. Definitely um, sets it apart. Yeah, yeah, just just fantastically deep lore. Just the 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 interconnectivity and just the deep thought behind it was fantastic. So I was I was looking so forward to that to being able to, you know, hear this story through the gameplay like they were able to do so masterfully with Halo, right? Um, and just to be able to build a, a character into this world who I felt like really mattered and really was a part of and invested in this world, and that really just they just yeah. bombed those expectations. Like we al- we always make the joke that Rocket League has more story than Destiny <laughs> ever did. You know, I think that's and, and and we joke, but you know, even that the stranger who shows up with a stranger's rifle. Who is that? You don't. You know, they, they don't even bother to tell you. And more importantly, why should I care? Why should I care? Yeah, and and, and I'm gonna move it along now, Richard. I know you didn't get to speak anything in Destiny. Okay, I was short and sweet, but I was gonna like, say. Like I was gonna yeah. say Richard put in like two hours of Destiny, yeah. and he was like, "I'm done with this game." <laughs> which I which well, I spent more time customizing my character at the very beginning. Yeah, right. <laughs> that Richard well, if you let me explain, yeah, no, please. Just for, just for a minute, you know, my experience of getting Destiny was like, you know, it was so hype, and I literally missed out on the pre-order. And uh, um, when I missed out on the pre-order, I was so mad because. Everybody, all you guys pre-ordered it, and so um, I uh, found it online for a little bit higher price, but I finally got it. But it doesn't matter because by January I was done with the game. By the right. by, in like less than three months, I was like, "Screw this game! I'm ready to move on." Just because of like like you guys said, I didn't care about the story, you know. But and also I wasn't, I did not like grinding. That right. was just my thing. So yeah, that's not your style so of game. No. So, so you're saying that you picked it up at a discounted price because you didn't get it with the rest he of the uh, No, more. I bought it for more. Twenty dollars more. You bought it for twenty dollars. Yeah, more? for the limited yes. edition. You, you, you limited don't remember edition. the story? Oh, that is true. He did yeah. buy it for you twenty dollars more. The ghost edition, correct? Not the ghost edition. Because no. he bought the yeah, collectors, yeah. Right. but he bought That's it all. Right. I bought That's the right. Taken King one, the edition that had everything for oh, sixty bucks. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We all have paid one hundred twenty-four yeah. at this point, and you got it for sixty dollars, man. And just so. to wrap this up on Destiny, I, I will say it, it seems a little bit oxymoronic for us to all talk about a game that we hate so much that we put so many hundreds of hours in. I have the most hours. I like. I really do like the game. And guess what? When the April update comes out. You better believe I'm gonna play it. Oh, because exactly. And when, when Des- and when Destiny Two comes out, we'll all get we'll it. We'll all get because it. We still we'll believe in Bungie. We still it. believe in their ability to yeah, do it. We believe in guys like Deej. You know, the community manager who's fantastic right. over there. We believe in some of the staff who, you know, I, actually they do have a new writer uh, over there oh, who's cool. working on Destiny Two. So I'm I am excited about. Well, it. I, th- I think you know any any time you're gonna move. And I'll wrap it up with this. and We gotta move on. But I think in, any time you move from a cherished franchise you know I, th- I think we all had higher hopes for destiny than destiny was ever going to achieve based on the fact that hey you fail and maybe you fail fast and then you learn from it and you turn it around and maybe destiny 2 will blow us away because i'd be willing to bet that halo changed the game because it was a launch title on the xbox and nobody had ever seen anything like it there's not a lot we haven't seen now in video games and True. i think um so yeah, and, and I kind of want to jump to our, our next topic, uh, and I want to go off of what you said about how you paid more mm-hmm. for Destiny, and I want to talk about a topic that's a little bit further down our list, but I think now it, it's a good time to bring it up. Um, 
are games still worth sixty dollars? Are, are are games still worth sixty bucks? And we won't spend a lot of time on this because I do want to launch into this into an, into another one. But so we see games paying sixty dollars for now. There are games we can definitely agree. Hey, that's worth my sixty dollars, right? So, um, Witcher Three definitely worth your sixty dollars. <laughs> so many hours. I think for me, uh, Metal Gear Solid: The Phantom Pain, it was worth sixty dollars. It's a whole lot. Um, there are other games not worth my sixty dollars. I'll throw it out there. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Battlefront, not worth sixty dollars. When you don't include a single player campaign in the game and it's only a multiplayer campaign, and then you tack on top of that, you know, hey, sixty bucks um for a season pass. That gets ridiculous to me. So I'd love to hear Mike. It's a, it's a small multiplayer game too. It's not like there's a lot of maps or anything. Yet. Very small. Isn't the season pass like seventy bucks, which is more than the base game? Which is insane. And when they came out, they've come out with Outer Rim now, which is the first one. Yeah. And there's nothing in there that excites me. I get to play as Greedo and Flub Flub, whatever that thing's name is. Not with me. The, uh, with the, uh, <laughs> come on. Finally. You know what I mean. With the, I was the, waiting for that hero. Those to are come not out. Yeah, exactly. anybody else's <laughs> favorite characters in Star Wars. Well, no. So, but Mike, what do you think? I mean, Clearly it's a small, smaller flub, multiplayer flub game. Are, are, are games now worth uh, games like that worth sixty bucks? Are there any other games out there no. that you're like, hey, not worth um, sixty bucks? Most games that are multiplayer only, I don't think are really worth sixty bucks. Uh, I think there's a problem with the fact that eventually the servers are going to go down. Now, we're not really in that problem because we can pretty much buy whatever games we want. But for some people, you know, eventually those servers go down. You can't play the game anymore. Not to mention another game that we've played that we really like is Rainbow Six Siege. Mm, yeah. That's another one that, man, is that really worth $60? I mean, no. you have 11 no, single-player kind of little missions, which are only you know five minutes each or so, Definitely. and the multiplayer, and that's it. And that's not a lot of content. It's a great game. It's a great idea, but... That seems more like it would be like a forty dollar game, and then they could add something later for twenty dollars, right. or something. But exactly. yeah, that's well, that's a hard price to pay. We'll go down the route of hey, it's it's forty dollars for your game, and your season pass is your twenty or your or your thirty or whatever else like that, because people will buy it. I, I think, you know, a game that you guys love to play, I don't. I'm, but I knew this you was coming. Knew it coming dude. God, it's the best game ever, man. It's, dude, I know, dude. Mike, that's why Mike, I'm not getting Destiny Two, man. I, I got too much time, man. Mike is Jones into play some Warframe right now, and I think get the shakes, man. I think Warframe is one of those games. It's free to play, and you will spend money on that platinum. Those platinos. Oh, yeah, we, uh, we like to call plat, plat. Them either them platinos or that plat plat. You know, this is so true. It's like, Very it's, like, it's like basically pimping out your Warframe like okay. an army of two. I got you. I like it. So, dude, you game. can buy color palettes. I don't know if you know that. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Don't even try to sell me There's this like game. There's like ten of them. So you got a game like Warframe, who's pulling in dollars. I'm assuming by people buying platinum to do Definitely. whatever. No doubt. And you will. And, and 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 I want somebody to tell me why will you spend that money on that platinum? Why don't you, why, Trevor? Why, why would because you spent money on platinum? Why would you spend money on platinum? Because I have issues. I have problems. Okay. Um, <laughs> and my problems are this: cosmetic items. Uh, are so unbelievably important to me that I put over a thousand hours in Destiny, um, and, and this is just this is just a uh, oh, it's possible, it's absolutely possible. I, Matt's I shaking his head like possible. I don't think you put a thousand hours in Destiny, and I'm pretty sure I, I did. He, he I'm put, pretty sure that's like 
seven years. He it put, may be it, it may be like seven hundred or eight hundred, but I, it's close I to a thousand. That. I don't I'm rounding up to a thousand. We, 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 we can look it up on Xbox, but I'm almost <laughs> sure, if I'm not mistaken, you had like three months. You it's like, in the late you hundreds. Like, it's almost forty-two days, which I yeah. think is about where you're at. That's about yeah. right. Yeah, you might yeah. be higher. This than is that. this is this is tough for me to admit. Okay, yeah, in a group of my peers, I'm telling you, go look it up. He's played a lot of Destiny. Okay. But here's why. I'll tell you why I put that much time in Destiny is literally, and, and I think uh, one of our good buddies that we play with, Ryan, who I think is going to join us in a, in, a, in a show in the future, right. uh, it wasn't it his wife who came in uh, while we were playing Destiny yes. and made this, the, the famous comment, which has be- become one of our greatest uh, doc, you know, um, descriptions of Destiny, which is, it is a, it's adult Barbie, man. It, it, is. it literally, it's it Barbie is. for guys. You're trying to get those You're clothes. trying to get those awesome clothes yep. and awesome accessories and weapons to dress up your guy really cool but I, I and and just to kind of go back to the topic is i think that P, I, I spent ten dollars on warframe in the first two days that i had it yeah. because they because they're, they're master marketers you're playing the game for free it's yep. the gameplay is very good uh, it's very enjoyable um it's not something it, that i even thought i'd like i got the game when it was free on xbox yep. and didn't play it for six months uh, but then a few of my friends got on and started playing it and what makes the game worth you know worth spending those microtransactions for me is i had literally no issues no regrets spending ten dollars and getting a couple color palettes to make my guy look really cool and so you know to get some cosmetic items and different things like that but that's just the way i play them that's right. a big thing well, for me and, and because the game was free i think that's, that's what my thing yeah, you go back definitely. the game was free and so you're like hey you gave me your game for free yeah i'll spend 30 dollars on your platinum because guess what i didn't spend 60 on it to just yeah, get it sure. in my hand and play it on the console yeah, and uh, then then there's you know there's a there's a crowd of people like that who who are willing to do that, and I play Warframe and I I really enjoy it, and I have not spent a single dollar on it, you know, and and I'm able exactly. still to to hang and play with these guys, you know, they're, they're able to you know get you know the cool stuff a little faster than I am, but right. you know if, if you know if you're the kind of person who just doesn't have the extra money to spend on it, you know, or doesn't have the time to make it worth the money, uh, then you know having a game that's you know, free or cheap for the the base game, so you can still sit back and have a good time with your friends. And they're doing a cool lot. They're stuff. doing a lot better than if it was a sixty dollar game or even a right. thirty or oh, forty dollar game. They're doing way better because yeah. there's everything in that game is monetized, which is kind of bad, cool. but none of it's really required, which yeah, is right. nice. So and they put fear. a trading market in there, which Destiny should have done. However, moving on, uh, there's uh, another thing we mentioned Rainbow Six, and uh, this was a topic we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, Hero shooters uh, is something that's come out recently, and hero shooters, for those of you who may not understand, hero shooters is the idea of it's a game where your hero is nameless. The, the you know it's it's a Mike, you can kind of probably explain this a little bit more of the hero shooter genre yeah. and kind of where it's going. And so what's how it, it how it kind of is different than just a standard FPS or a third person shooter is it's not that you're just a generic soldier. You play Call of Duty or Halo, you're a Spartan or a soldier or whatever. There's nothing really that separates you from other people. The hero shooter is something like Rainbow Six. Um, the old one that you would think of would be Team Fortress 2. Uh, Overwatch is coming out soon. That's kind of like that, where you're sp- playing a specific character who has a specific set of abilities and is kind of unique. There's a little bit of strategy. So if you want to play a healer, you can play a healer. If you want to play a tank, you can play somebody who's more long range, whatever, you can kind of have that uh, flexibility. So... Um, that's really kind of the the idea behind the genre and it's something that's kind of come kind of recently with Rainbow Six Siege and then Overwatch and even Battleborn's coming out um eventually so 
There's another game uh, getting ready to come out. It's another um, uh, MOBA-style game, but it's another he- not a hero shooter technically because it's actually a third-person game. It's called Paladins. Okay. Uh, getting ready to come out, and I've heard it's actually a lot like this game, this free-to-play game that just came out called... Um, uh, what's the? It's the Greek mythology one. Um, Smite. Smite. Yeah, and I've heard that that game has had a, a lot of success. Yeah, the MOBAs are very popular, especially with the people that play like professional video games. People watch them. That's kind of yeah. popular. So, what do you guys think? Do you think that that's something that's going to stick around, or is it just kind of a fad? Maybe they're trying to play off of a few of the recent successes. Um, I, I don't know. I, you know, for me, because uh, I, I guess I had the genre all wrong. I sound like a dummy because you're, you're, you, I had it totally wrong. I was yeah, so wrong in this. Man, that's two strikes for this host. Good thing I'm here, here. man. Good thing you're here, dude. What am I going to do? So, yeah, I I don't know. Richard, you speak to this. I mean, you're a guy who you play play a lot of games, okay? And we all know that you're really excited about Joe Montana football. uh, (laughs) When and if that game ever comes out. Whenever they announce more content on that. But so, uh, like, Hero Shooters, do you like a game where you you are the person? So saying that, hey, it's like, it's nameless. So, like, it's Call of Duty. So, like, hey, I'm the guy. Or a shooter where it's like, hey, I am somebody else. I am playing as as a character, this person kind of deal. Or do you, and you also, do you like it being more even, like an even field where everybody has exactly the same weapons? Well, right. that's going to say being a person who, um, who put in a lot of hours playing Halo 3 I was going to say, this, guy, this guy's like a Halo 3 yeah. god over you know, here. For, so. for y'all that don't know, I yeah, uh, had a, my own semi-pro team, but we always got spanked by pro players. Which uh, was very very humbling, but because yeah, sure. I thought I was good, and then these guys came in and we sucked. So anyway, saying that, um, I, like honestly, I I can see where they're going with this this game, where um you get these different uh, uh categories of shooters, and and it costs for a different gameplay. But my thing is, is just I feel like that's just as gameplay that's too random. Like I I like a game that has a uh, if you're all the same level, then if you're if you have the better skills you're going to win. Um, and, but that's very competitive. Now, I feel like Halo 5 is just all competitive, and they lost a little bit of its social aspect of the game. What I like about these games like Overwatch or Battleborn is that it's very social. It looks very just community-based, saying, hey, let's Definitely. just get in together and just have fun. It doesn't matter what character you are. you know. Um, but if you're going for a more competitive feel, I feel like these aren't going to be the games for it. Um, but that's just my opinion, just you know, playing Halo for all those years. <laughs> I'll tell you what, speaking of competitive and these hero shooters like this, man, another guy that plays with us a lot, oh, Skadar120, <laughs> Eric Armstrong, that guy could be competitive best, multiplayer the best in, ever in com- Team yeah, Rainbow uh, Rainbow Six. That, that, that guy's insane. Amazing. So we, we've talked a little bit. I want to move on because, you know, we've talked about video games. We're about at the 30-minute mark now. I want to move on to some other stuff. You know, uh, we're not just about video games. We, we love all all facets of nerddom, right? Um, and I think I'm most excited about this one because Richard is a a Marvel fanboy um, to the extreme. <laughs> Don't even deny it. Don't even deny I it. This, like, this, I like no. them both. I like Marvel and DC. No, you're you're the guy who came back. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about your reactions to DC stuff a little bit later. Okay. Um, but uh, Richard's a Marvel fanboy, which I love, and I also just caught up recently on all of the Marvel movies. The only one I haven't seen yet is The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, but you tell me to skip it. So. Well, yeah. Well, with, with Incredible Hulk, it was a good movie, but it's I don't think it's very crucial to, to the storyline. Story plus, so, you got Mark Ruffalo and all that kind of stuff. But what right. I want to ask you. Civil War comes out, and I'm super excited about what really got me into watching all the Marvel movies was Civil War and the trailer and being so jacked out of my mind to watch Iron Man and, and, and Cap duke it out. So I want you to tell me, do you think, a couple questions, and we can go around the table with this, um, do you think Captain America is going to die? 
because mm-hmm. uh, that's the big thing everybody's wondering. Because you know, in the comics, you know, if they stick with true with the comics, is is he going to die? Um, who's going to win between Iron Man versus Captain America? Is it going to turn into one of those things like we, you know, we've seen with other superhero movies? Where, oh, it's it's you against me, but that's ten minutes, and now we're fighting a common foe. You know what I'm saying? Or and, and last question is. You know, we haven't seen any mutants. We haven't seen the X-Men factor in Civil War with the mutants and everything like that. What's that going to be? So just kind of unload a little bit, and then we'll go around the table of what you think. First of all, I really want to start with a question. Do you think Captain America is going to die in this movie? Um, in my opinion, there's a lot of people that says that he is not going to die. Um, they're going to save it for another film. But I think he is going to die. Just because of just the original storyline in the comics, um, you know, he gets sniped after shaking the hands with President Bush, um, and he gets sniped. And the Winter Soldier ends up becoming the new Captain America after right. everything is resolved. Who is so, it that kills him um, in the comic? To be honest, I forgot. It's been years if since I'm not I read mistaken, it. I think it is. Uh, it's, it's Black, Black Widow. Widow. It's Black Widow. Was it Black Widow? Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She used a sniper. She used a sniper to uh, off a building and just. Took right. his, took his. Uh, I think so you, so you think chest, Captain? Actually. You think Captain will die? Yes, you, I think he will die. You think yeah. Captain? Now we well, know. Now we know the actor who is Bucky Barnes has signed on for like nine more movies. Yeah, right. I think he's going to be and the new Captain here, America. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Chris Evans came out recently saying how he wants to be done with the character. Right. Chris Evans wants so, to be done with acting. Period. Oh, for a little yeah, while. He wants. To, he wants to be behind. The uh, the camera more, so he wants to be off it totally. Uh, but so he wants um, to go make another uh, Fantastic Four movie. He wants yeah, to be the Human Torch. Yeah, I'm sure that's what about he wants. Time, man. Right, it's about time. Yeah, I think the Fantastic Four needs to be put in the grave and never dug <laughs> back up. <laughs> Matt, what do, what do you think? You think Cap's gonna? You think Cap's gonna bite the dust here? Or you think he's gonna live to fight another day? Um, I I really don't know. I mean, based on based on what I've heard, uh, you know, I, I think it's entirely possible that they do take that route. Um, you know, it it is. It is a good way to to reinvigorate the franchise to kind of give that, you know, that new blood, the new face to uh, to a character, which is something we haven't really seen in a in a uh, in a single continuity. Like um, there were there was a really really cool theory uh, before Batman vs Superman came out that the Batman in that timeline was actually the uh, Deathstroke Batman oh, man. after Batman died, yeah. which right. I thought was a phenomenal idea. It, it does and cause. A theory, but I just want to talk to you about uh, real fast why I think he's gonna die. I just want to just emphasize this a little bit more. Give it to me. Um, it's because that, like, um, you know, it, we've seen Avengers most of the time, all the other movies. There hasn't been a major character who died. So, I mean, yeah, Quicksilver, even though he wasn't named Quicksilver for copyright reasons in the Avengers two. Yeah, spoiler alert, by the way. If you haven't seen, haven't seen it, too, sorry, you should have seen it already. There's a statute of limitations on that kind of stuff. Yeah, but but he's the only one who died, and yeah, you're like, oh no way, you know, he he died, but you know, but you don't really care about him that much as much as you would a Tony Stark or a uh, um, Captain America or you know just one of those bigger characters. So I think it's gonna draw a big. Um, just dramatic story right. twist, whatever, with him dying. So that's why I feel like they need to do that. Right. To and and it'll truly story. be one of the first superhero movies that that has happened with. When you think about movies like Batman or, you know, we've really never seen an ensemble superhero movie before. And 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 people don't, big heroes anyway, don't normally, yeah, a Quicksilver will die. In X-Men, people will die, except Cyclops. Um, yeah, you know that, that that's a big one, yeah. but you know they usually don't kill off superheroes like that. And and I agree with you. I will go on the train that I think they will do it. I think they will kill him because of that. I think he will come back for that last film. He's only got two films left in his contract: Civil War and one more. I think he will come back in Avengers: Infinity War. He they will bring him back somehow 
from the dead they'll, to do something. Comic book rec- resurrect them. For, yeah, uh, for, for, the, for the Thanos. I'll um, tell you, they need to start start killing off a bunch of these superheroes because these movies they can't have twelve main characters. The, the rosters they all are get like up. four minutes of screen time. Well, and no and, character and, and development. Correct me if I'm wrong, and 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 I know that there are uh, both Marvel and Disney fans in, in this group. It, it does how much of Marvel or how much of Marvel does Disney own? All of, all of it. All, yeah. Every yeah. last bit of it? Pretty sure Disney owns all of it now. Disney owns yeah. everything, man. Disney owns everything. Star Disney Wars, ESPN, Marvel. Star Wars, Marvel. They own all of it, man. The Florida. Mouse, the mouse is boss. They, they, have, yeah. they own the entire yeah. state this, of Florida. This podcast Your comes house, from man. Florida. We are, sl- we are slaves of Mickey Mouse and down here. Because the, the the issue comes up, like you said, of, you know, uh, it's this ridiculous, like, Russian doll, uh, you know, Russian nesting doll situation. Like, how big can these movies get? How right. many characters can you fit in here? <laughs> but how much money are you going to spend? But I'm okay with stuff like that. Me Personally, I'm okay with it only because you don't think um, it cheapens. Uh, I don't think so because they get their own movies. Like I'm invested in in Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man because of Iron Man, not because of the Avengers. Uh, but but here's yeah. the deal. But I'm not invested. Okay, in Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I love that character. But right now, you see on Avengers two, he flies off. He's a side I, character. I don't care where he's going. But if he had his own movie, I'd care where he was going. You know what I'm saying? Thor. Whether what do you think about those movies or not, you can kind of identify with Thor because you're like, oh, I saw him in his movies. I know his backstory. I've got a little bit. Plus, he's um, beautiful. He is. A, he is a beautiful he's a man. Gorgeous man. So Probably really quick, rugged. So uh, so really quick, we won't spend much time, much more time on this. Uh, who wins? Who do you think wins? Iron Man or Captain America's team? Who do you think is going to win? I, I will pick any any. I'll, I'll put my answer right out here, and I'll be done. Any side that doesn't have Ant Man because I hated that movie. So I think. <laughs> so well, I think I think I think uh, you you got to go with Iron Man side simply because uh, you got Spider Man now. Yeah, man. I am oh, pretty yeah. sure they're going to come oh. together hey guys. Uh, via the power of friendship, hey, and they're all going to be on the same side by the end. Oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. 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 that's right. I hope that Iron Man wins, but I feel like Captain America's going to win. I think what's going to happen is like you know in the comics, Spider Man was started on on. Uh, Iron Man's side and uh, this might be a spoiler alert to the storyline I don't know if this is the for sure it's going to happen you never know film, what they're going to do but right. he ended up being like oh crap you know Iron Man's side is wrong let me go ahead and hop over to Captain America's side and so I think they might take that route and if they do there might be some heroes I'd be like wait a second maybe we should be on that side too and so um, in the comic books even though Captain America died his side won and so right. um, I mean I don't know exactly how to do I think they might do what you said Mike you know they're they're all going to come together at the end. Yeah. You know, the cop-out. Speaking yeah. of Spider-Man, uh, his reveal in the trailer, side note, what did everybody think about his voice? Dude, I loved him, man. I, I don't know why Ryan great. hated him with his high-pitched voice. I liked voice. him being a kid. He's supposed to be a teenager. Our, our buddy Ryan Miller, who's uh, Homework Larry on Xbox Live, he'll be joining us for one of these podcasts. He, he couldn't stand it. it. It drove him nuts that literally... Hey, everyone. Yeah, hey, everyone. <laughs> I thought it was great. And people also get mad I about like the eyes. Lot. People are getting mad about the eyes. God, it looks so good to me. It looks so cool to me. you know, I thought it was so cool. Yeah, it brings like you know just some emotion to his I don't know why it works, but it does. I actually thought it was a really interesting idea because that's you know that's very much a you know uh, an old school kind of cartoon spider-man type of thing to do so it was right. really, really interesting that they kind of went with that uh, direction yeah I'm, I'm definitely a team captain america guy i love captain america he's my Ooh. you know one of my, my favorite superheroes <laughs> but no I, def- I definitely think it fits with the character of captain america and uh steve rogers as a person to to kind of you know, make that sacrifice, kind of live that that martyrdom style death, right. and you know, use that to kind of. I'm, I'm sure they'll kind of use that to to bring everybody right. 
to some sort of you know whether it's you know one side winning or the them joining or whatever you know I think that the, that that so really power fits. of friendship right? everybody yeah. becoming yeah. a little bit better because of yeah. the experience you know, yeah Earth, water, like fire. the reading <laughs> rainbow <laughs> slash <laughs> right did you just film. make a uh, Captain Planet reference oh, yeah. when we were talking oh, yeah. about Captain Planet, Planet. Now, now that's the Captain I the want. that's the Captain movie I want oh, dude Captain that's Planet. who really wins except for <laughs> except for Mati who had heart it's like come on man get that heart ring out of here dude boo you know who really wins the Civil War is is those of us who pick up trash off the side of the road. We are that's, the winners. that's who really wins. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real winners in this whole thing. That was good. Dude, how would you like to be the guy that got the heart ring? Like they're handing out rings and it's like, oh, oh you yeah. get to be heart. And like, no, nah, I'm just, Dude, here's I'm just the gonna deal. go, uh, go home. Let's, let's let's go back and even think about it. I, I don't want to maverick on this too much. We're gonna skip that without mutants thing because I just want to talk about Captain Planet real quick and go, hey, um here's the deal. You're passing out rings. You get the earth, whatever, and in the thing you see, Wheeler like uses this thing with the fire. She uses the wind, the water. It Girl gets to Mati. Gets to Mati with the heart. He's in a burning forest full of monkeys and like holds it up to his head. <laughs> and and you're like, so you're like, what did your ring just do? Like, like what? Did, <laughs> like, mm, we love you, burning monkeys. Like, yes. well, like what? what well, you, that's you did, his real power. It's all, the power all, of empathy. All of those monkeys died in that forest, except that one on his shoulder. Those you know what I'm saying? Monkeys. But he appreciated them after right. using the heart ring. I, I, I do have very he loved quick, them too much to let them live. We do have very quickly just a little bit of time. I got about two minutes. I can go over uh, do the without mutants for Civil War. I don't mean to hop back, but we I do want to answer that question. So without mutants, I'm not a big comic book fan of Marvel. I'm more of a DC guy. Without mutants, what does it look like? Richard, give us a little brief like uh, synopsis of what it looks like with the mutants. W- what's the deal? W- how do they add to it? Um, well, with the mutants, they do add uh, a little bit more, uh, how do you say it, relations between all the superheroes because Black Panther's wife is Storm from the X-Men. And so she played a role in uh, the Civil War um, storyline. She's not going to be in that. Uh, so... Not that, not that you know of. Not that we know of. That's very true. Uh, I, I don't know if Sony... Does Sony owns X Men? No, of X-Men? I, th- I think or Marvel. St- I, I think Sony only owned Spider Man, right? I thought, I thought yeah, he had either Fox or Sony. It's not, or maybe it's Fox. It's one of it's. Yeah, it's not Marvel, or it's not Disney. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's weird. But um, to be honest, I don't. I don't think it's going to affect it a whole lot without, without some of those minor characters, or not minor characters, but in the storyline, there wasn't a whole lot of mutants in there. But um, you know, there was just. Uh, there's just there's just a couple of the the top mutants that were inside that, that storyline that right. are not going to be there. But I don't think it's going to hold it down too much. I think it'll be okay. It's yeah, make, the oh. thing the thing for uh, the thing about the mutants for me was actually not the specific characters, but was the the entire idea of the mutants in general right. added a a really big moral quandary to the the side taking. In my opinion, it, when for a long time, what I thought was kind of the main thrust of it was the was the mutant registry that. Uh, that uh, Tony Stark was in favor right. of, right? Um, so that kind of that idea was was really kind of a that that insidious idea to me of you know these being you know, these people in particular being too dangerous to be free uh, and to be you know just the the kind of people which obviously Captain America being Captain America right. is you know you know people should be free as long as they're you know good honest people and you know right you, you you can't you can't hold these people back and, and put restrictions on them because they especially yeah especially because like in, in, when you're a mutant in, in the storyline you're born with those powers so it's like they wanted to be like hey we don't know their person's motives yet so we were going to you know sign them up or you know certify them or do whatever have them on file and so that's it's why like lady gaga they were born this way, they were <laughs> yeah. born this way. you're also well, going well, from a thousand superheroes in the comics to like 10 right, right. So right. the weight's a little low and, so, and we're going to find out in may so we're going to yeah, find out 
like this in just a month. I really am pumped. I think we should all go see the movie together. Yeah, maybe maybe maybe, we, maybe come back, do a little spoiler free review. Show. Yeah, it'd be nah. fun. Oh, do, I don't like we movies. Do, uh, yeah, Mike, Mike, the Mike doesn't spoiler. go to the. Theater, I don't watch movies. By the way, man. you don't watch movies. Yeah. Mike, Mike, to this bit day still hasn't seen Star Wars: Force Awakens. By the I way, haven't I haven't seen any. I haven't seen Mad Max. I haven't seen. Uh, no, dude. Like, but that, that, last that, movie uh, I saw was Frozen. That's Princess Bride. He's like last movie I saw was a Charlie Chaplin silent film. I am I am the Highlander. I I have been living this long. Can only be one. There can only be one. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to move on now uh, to, I'm really excited about this one, E3, right around the corner. Uh, does anybody know the exact date of E3 right now? I probably should know that, but June I don't know if any of None of us June really July. actually know. Uh, I think somebody's, somebody's typing fiercely on their phone to look it up so they look like they know in this podcast. I'm going to take a while, well, guys. I'm, I'm, having, I'm just having to navigate away from my uh, Destiny Bungie profile. Uh, uh, how, many, how, many how many hours? You hours. It's a total of 22 days. So wow. Okay, you're close. Yeah, oh, so I was you're close. Like five hundred about a month. Yeah, so five hundred, six hundred, but a thousand nothing, sounds man. way better. A thousand yeah. sounds way 500 better. Five hundred is like nothing, podcast. man. Okay, so uh, E3 projections. What do you want to see? Uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, what do you What do you think is going to be uh, hot at E3 this year? That's going to be the one that's going to take off. Like, oh man, that's can't wait to play that game. You know what I'm actually interested in is seeing what Nintendo will do. Yes, because they're they were supposed to have a a like open world Zelda game that's coming out around now. Probably got either canceled or moved to the next system. But I'm really interested to see if they can do anything because right. last year was very disappointing. I mean, for most people who are older than right. 15, uh, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> even, people like even those 15. Yes, yeah, underwhelming. Yeah. I'm yeah, very underwhelming. And Nintendo, another Kingdom Hearts offshoot that no one's going to play. Yes. Nintendo's yes. got to be riding high on that uh, original uh, Super Nintendo and, and N64 money because I just got to be honest with you, man. I, it, the Wii to me is what, we don't have to talk about it right now. We can say it for another podcast. And I know we had it on our topic list to even talk about. It. The Wii is a puzzling machine the for Wii, me, yeah. and the Wii U, the Wii U, is, I think, is the biggest thing Nintendo ever made. Where they're like, "Oh, hey, you know this console that had motion controls, and you th- kind of liked it? There's another one. You know, it's like, yeah, and yeah it's still, exactly. And it's, but there's a new Super Smash Bros, so you'll buy it. So you'll buy it, and and look, it, all this kind of crazy yeah. stuff. But so E3 projections, you're wondering what June, Nintendo's going to do. June 14th through the 16th, by the way. June 14th through 16th. Gotcha. So what is Nintendo going to do? Is kind of your biggest question. Yeah, of E3. I mean everything else. I don't know if there's going to be any really big reveals like there were last year with all the Sony stuff with Final Fantasy. Fantasy. I just right. I, maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. I, I think there'll be bigger reveals. I don't know if there'll be surprise reveals, and we'll, right. go, we'll take that a little later. What do, you, what do you think, Richard? What are you looking for most forward to? And if you say Joe Montana football, I'm just kidding. No, hey, what, well, what are you well, looking hey, forward no, to? No, no, no. And all honestly, I don't really have anything I'm ho- hoping for uh, this E3. I'm just just seeing what else is going to be revealed. Um, mostly the Nintendo, the new system and Nintendo. Yeah. But just I want to talk about Joe Montana football 16 just for like 30 seconds. I know you said not. Okay, I, I have a timer in front but, of me, and you have 30 seconds starting right now. Okay, here's the here's the here's the thing. Right, um, EA has this mongol of Madden games that have been sucked. It's been it's sucked. The game sucked. Me being a football fan. Um, well, we're not I, getting any Madden promotions on this no, podcast. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it hasn't. I, it hasn't sucked. It just hasn't been delivering in the way that you know next gen should. They don't have push been. the boundaries. Yeah, exactly. They're not pushing they the boundaries, do. especially without competition. So I'm really hoping for this Joe Montana football to come out. I know it's a mobile game. It's a mobile they game. Said, they said that like it, you could play it as a console game. That's and how your time is up. <laughs> so. Well, there it is. <laughs> That's it. Hey, You're done. I would love to see uh, something groundbreaking in the world right. of, of sport, yeah. of football. Right. I'm with you. I, I think we all agree that that Madden is not holding its its own, and that they should probably push Joe Montana, maybe like a full. Somebody, somebody could dethrone Madden. I, I think. Can't afford the license. That's can't, the thing. Can't afford the NFL li- can't is a aff- deal with them. Yeah, can't afford the license, and also way too many people are. While you may not like Madden anymore. 
people are addicted to Madden. Yes, I mean, they just see they those their packs, man. Those like, ultimate team ah, packs. They, 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 they see that new picture and that just drives they, them wild. They have their own television show on ESPN. It's like it just comes so on Saturdays, strange. like, hey, Madden. It's like, we're what? playing Madden and Madden strategies. I'm like, that's insane. So, so you're thinking you want to see. So your E3 thing is you want to see something about Joe Montana. Yeah, football. just just something. Um, what else? Just I just want to see more gameplay. They haven't really seen any gameplay, but just exactly how that game's going to work. Um, it's just going to be tap, just tap as fast as you can. Around. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, it's it's, it's going to be like a bejeweled where you match footballs <laughs> and helmets. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, it's going to be microtransaction based. If you want that wide receiver to catch yeah. that ball, it's going to cost you. That's right, <laughs> exactly. But hey, don't laugh because Futurama Game of Drones has got me good right Love now. Love that I'm, game. Dude. My wife's on level 200. Game of Drones? My wife is insanely good at those games. Incredible. Dude, I'm on level There's a frozen one? I'm on level 100 yeah. right now. There's a frozen one. She must be on like 900 it's yeah. insane they've got they've gotten two dollars out of me so far for those money packs uh but, but we'll, we'll see how much further they go trevor e3 predictions excitement what do you want to see uh very simple for me and i know you guys ex- saw this coming i know he's it's quidditch world cup yeah. it's, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> either <laughs> quidditch world cup two many critics many critics are crying out for, crying out for a quidditch sequel to world quidditch world cup, world cup. many critics all of the critics who reviewed that game which would be trevor well, I'm just saying it was <laughs> a great right. review. Many it was critic. very detailed. Um, uh, I beat the uh, the World Cup with every single team on the hardest difficulty, uh, going undefeated in Name. 16 game seasons um, with all 12 teams. Um, no, uh, so serious to know my uh, my biggest, I guess my biggest prediction, and this is actually based on uh, not just all my hopes and dreams uh, that I lay down, you know, on my pillow at night and think about, but also some a little bit of evidence that actually peaked through the other day that Will tried to convince me was just uh, an April Fool's. Joke, uh, sat, <laughs> I did, sadly. I'm your best friend. Indeed, and so uh, no, the, there's a a. Um the motion capture yes. actress who uh, released a uh, kind of a video showcasing her talents recently. And um, if you go to this particular website and look at her, you know, cast list and the projects that she's worked on, the latest one that showed up is for this little game that may be coming out called Shadow of Mordor 2. If you know anything about me, I'm totally and 100% obsessed with Shadow of Mordor. I actually got to be uh, part of uh, some really, really cool stuff we can talk about another time uh, with the making of Shadow of Mordor right. uh, made by Monolith Productions and this the, 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 the prospect of them doing more uh, Will's trying not to laugh at me right no, now because I'm, I'm so not, passionate and excited not, about this no I love it is it's Shadow of Mordor Shadow of Mordor is my favorite game ever made and that's totally 100% purely based on my obsession with Tolkien, anything Tolkien, but right. it's my favorite game ever made and the idea of them using the Breakthrough Nemesis system on a new title and possibly right. in a new setting in Lord of the Rings universe, I mean, I'm on cloud nine. It so. also will be fully, uh, fully next gen. Um, yeah, and I'm that. excited to play as a girl. For the protagonist, oh, man, I'm, I'm super. So, it's oh, it's going to be great. I'm oh, yeah. just, I'm, we're not going to talk about fan. that because I don't want to. Trans a big yeah, fan. Don't people, give this is a podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Matt. E3 predictions. What are your excitements? What do you want? Um, uh, I I really don't know. I, I have not been paying very close attention lately. Um, to to what's you know kind of. Uh, you know, supposedly going to be shown. You were telling me the other day, man, Otagi 3. All those years, the ancient man. warrior sword demon yeah, that's uh, right. game. That's, that's right. Uh, although on the, on the Nintendo front, if they do finally give a, a solid announcement and release date, for Kingdom Hearts 3, I will pre-order it and play it at Richard's house. Oh, there you go. At Richard's house on his Wii U. Because <laughs> I will not buy a Wii U, but right. I will play that game. You can borrow mine. Right. It's sitting amazing. in a drawer right it's now. Amazing, yeah. amazing game. So, uh, 
But ahead. yeah, uh, uh, I would really like to see something for Halo Six. Don't know if it's going to happen this year. I doubt uh, it. I yeah. doubt it. I, I would assume next video? year. Um, yeah, I mean, the mm. Halo Five got something really early on. Yeah. Just the, the really, really brief. The, the desert scene with the Guardian and the right. Chief in his... Uh, it was totally in the game. Coat. Which wasn't even in the game. <laughs> Loved it. So, uh, the job, okay, though. cool. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say mine and I'm going to drop it because I think I'm not even going to go into it. I, I do want to spend another podcast talking more about E3 because I think we can't talk more about it. We don't have a lot of time left. We've got about 10 minutes. Uh, but I think... Uh, yeah, I think Mass Effect Andromeda. I, I am. Oh, stop it! I am super excited. Oh. I think we spent so much time playing Mass Effect Three, and we've missed it. And, and really excited to see what they do post Shepard. Um, and, and excited to see we where played that Mass Effect Three multiplayer the other day. Yeah, the other day, it's great. We literally man. popped it. I went back to GameStop and bought that game for five dollars. What a steal! Uh, not a steal. Left for Dead Two, twenty nine ninety nine. GameStop. I don't care if you ever endorse this podcast. You Criminal. can't charge that for that game. It's a Criminal. U- oh, used, <laughs> used, Criminal. not even new. Used. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. That's what I want to see. Me too, man. So I'm really excited about it. Um, which, by the way, uh, IGN featured today on their Snapchat. Uh, they have a $550 Geth rifle. Uh, uh, like mm-hmm. It's like the Geth pulse rifle. Seriously? Oh, seriously. It's the Geth pulse <laughs> rifle, and it's like this full... It, she said it weighs like 20 pounds or something like Unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. I'll show you the video. What? And it actually that fires rifle, plasma. Uh, playing yeah. that game, I've never been like, you know what I want is a real Geth rifle. No, you don't <laughs> want like, that. No. Oh, no, no. no. Shoulder, well, shoulder Angel. Give me a Revenant. Shoulder Angel. Shoulder yeah, Angel. From the, the, the N7 the Destroyer Matic. class. Sh- I like the Matic. Sh- 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 shoulder Angel? It's <laughs> just Shoulder Angel. Shoulder Angel. All right. <laughs> going to wrap it up with this. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left. Going to wrap it up with this question. Excited to hear this. Just kind of fun. I think, you know, a lot of us, we love the current gen stuff, but we all go back to, man, like, let's let's talk about the old stuff, right? I, we're, we're, I've been playing, been playing NES since I was literally three. You know, like playing Mario with my granddad and... and you know, all that kind of stuff like that. But let's go back. Now, this doesn't have to be. Uh, this doesn't have to be current gen. It can be. It can be old. It can be a, a few generations ago. But I'll go around the table really quickly in the last ten minutes. We have popular games that came out that everybody loved. It was like hype level eleven. We talked about Destiny earlier and the, the thing they built. Everybody bought it. That you went to the store, you bought it, you came home, you played it, and you hated it. And you're like, you know what? I, I hate this game. I don't want to play this game anymore. I, I, and you got mad at your friends because they <laughs> like that game. You're like, this is even ridiculous. Because Trevor bombarded his friends with hate because he didn't, they didn't share the same opinion. So the point is, is popular games that you hated, Matt, we'll start over here with you. Oh, gosh. Uh, can you come back to me? Okay, Matt, Mike, we'll start over here with you. <laughs> Let's go the other way. Um, that would definitely be... Um Every Grand Theft Auto game. Amen. I, I don't. I don't know. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I have I played do, I four and agree. five, and I'm assuming the rest of them not going to be my thing. I do. Man, Grand Theft Auto four, Five. Was oh, so good though. And I assume the rest of them are not going to be dude, my thing. Grand Theft Auto thing. Five was one of the best games that came out. I no, played dude. about five hours of that game, and I played basically yeah. through the story and a little bit of wandering around the city. There was it's just nothing, man. It's like you could do a little bit of everything, but none of it was like, I don't know. I wanted. To, I don't right. know. And I'm not 12, and I don't want to just mow down people in the streets because I have some weird murder fantasy in my life. That's the best part. Exactly. Like, that's what people do. I'm just going to tell you right now, dude, if you never experienced Grand Theft Auto Vice City, uh, I'm sorry because that was a straight up Mammy Vice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I, I love that. They even had the dude who voiced, uh, the dude who acted, who was Tubbs, come back and do the voice of one of the main characters in that game. Gosh, man. man. That was my nickname in high school. Yeah, right. That's your nickname now. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I, I just I have love for Tubbs. Um, a little Miami Vice because I'm an '80s fan. Okay, Grand Theft Auto. You hated it. All of them. All just, of them. Just All everyone them. I played. I was. I didn't like San Andreas. San yeah. Andreas. I was not a fan of. I'm. Sh- I'm sure people love it. I know they like the online, but 
none of it really made me uh, do it. Four, four was okay. Five, See, I think, I, was I really couldn't do four. Great story. Four was super boring, the story four, to me. Four was super boring. I, I, will, g- I will give you that. Uh, four was super uh, boring. That and Elder Scrolls so, Online, but that's a different topic that, Yeah, for let's, me. let's save it. Uh, All right, Richard, a uh, popular game that you absolutely um, hated. Believe it or not, um, on Nintendo 64... Uh, Super Mario Kart 64. This is the reason why. Wow. What? Yeah, I wow, man. Why. I had my, my, my brother. Diddy, Diddy Kong Racing, I can understand. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, that wasn't... I mean, that's a popular... <laughs> Hold on, Will. That's Hold a popular on. game, Hold but on. it just wasn't a Mike's good offended. game. The Diddy Kong Racing, that is. Um, but Diddy Kong Racing. Here's, here's the thing. I was the youngest yeah, in my family that. at the time, so when that time came out, I was still very, very young. Say no more. And so... um. My brother and my sister both gamed as well, and my dad did. So we brought we got the game, and so my brother was just so good. Every time Murdered we got the you. multiplayer, <laughs> like with the balloons, and they just they shot me. I, I can never win. I can never win. And I, and I tell this day, like people say, oh, it's one of the best games ever made. I'm like, nah, it's, uh, it's uh, stupid. You're just it's scarred stupid. for life. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't. You have don't, Mario Kart Road Rash, dude. Yeah. You just don't want to play that game anymore. Road Rash. Yeah, Road Rash. Road rash. Yeah, like do you, do you remember when you road? fall down the road? Yeah, and you when you get rat road rash. Oh, and you mean like, like a figurative way? No, no. <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> like emotional. Well, it's, it's like rash, after yeah. they the finished mo- beating him in Mario Kart, they would take him and drag, <laughs> him, <laughs> and drag, <laughs> drag him behind <laughs> the car. <laughs> so he's not a big fan of that game. You hey, can kind Mario of understand. Kart, by the way, virtual road rash. Another thing we're going to talk about one day is like. PlayStation games that were out of this world. You're like, what the heck, dude? Road Rash. It wasn't one of those oh games. Oh yes. When the PlayStation came out, I feel like they were just putting games out there like, hey, what, what should we do? Oh, let's put people in cars and shoot each other. Twisted Metal. And then you got a whole franchise. But that's another topic. That Trevor, is. game that's popular that you actually hated. Okay. This is this is, this is going to hurt some people. Okay. I'm already hurt. Tread carefully. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> tread very carefully. Um, so, my... my I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out on a whim here, okay? And I know Will's gonna a be, uh, yes, I'm gonna, I know Will's gonna be mad at me. I'm literally ready to say it. Go ahead. It's Crackdown. I'm not sure oh, if it's okay. the one oh, that you no, really good. I thought down. no, I thought you were going the Batman games, and I was gonna immediately take it out of my. Oh, house. see, I, I see. I don't have an opinion on them because I still haven't played them. <laughs> yeah, I have them all. I haven't played. Them. They just don't look but, good to uh, me. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, honestly, there there aren't too many games. Uh, I, I'm I'm super super stingy about what games I actually buy, um, and uh, and and I, I could probably go in and say you know because we we have lots of different ideas of games we're gonna talk about where we're we're sorry that we spent the money on the game. Games, um, mm-hmm. but but those are more games that were reviewed kind of across the board, right. re- you know, really badly. Uh, Crackdown was one of those games for me. So many people loved the game. I did. I loved it. it, it, it so many people had a, just a, a, a ball of a time with the game. I just could not get into mm-hmm. it. I feel like it was one of those things that suffered from a weird setting for me. It, I couldn't the setting get into was weird. it. This, it. Story and setting was really weird. You had to go into God mode and literally jump across the city and kick cars two miles across the bay. Like <laughs> it was very strange. It was really one of those games. Like the physics of it is what made that it game so much It was a cool so sandbox fun. and it kind of took me back to the days of I, I, PS, I, I, PS1, I'm PS2, just gonna shoot Spider-Man. I'm going to shoot straight with you. The game sucked. Like, like when you go back and I, I, when I put in Crackdown, I'm like, man, I cannot wait to play this game. I'm like, I put in Crackdown, I literally punt gangsters down the street for a few minutes. I shoot up cars. I throw cars. I pick up cars above my head. I'm like, this is super cool. I'm done. 
You know, because yeah, well, exactly. Crack, crackdown was the first one that came to mind, uh, but I, I'd probably have to say that the one that everybody uh, you know has definitely played that I absolutely hate is I can't stand any of the modern Call of Duty games, yeah. even even the ones that are considered the best. I know Matt's giving me a dirty look oh, right now, but yeah. but uh, yeah, even even the best of the best, which is like a Modern Warfare Two, uh, yeah. I I just couldn't get any in, in any of them. Probably one. because I suck Man, at them. Modern Warfare Two was a really good game. Dude, oh, this, yeah. the sniper level where you had to do the snipe and you had to like really do the trajectory yeah. of the wind and shoot the guy's arm off. I oh. thought the first two Modern Warfares had really good stories. But so I'm, good. I'm not really a huge fan either. The setting is kind of boring to me. Well, we, I think we've all stopped. Once again, Activision cranking out games like crazy and you're like, you don't, sure. you don't Activision care Activision and Madden, man. Yeah, you More don't care same. anymore. Matt, what you got? Um, I am thoroughly convinced that it is a mass uh, delusion conspiracy uh, to make people look stupid that Minecraft is any fun. Mm. I could agree. not agree more. Could not agree more. I, I agree. With I you know right that now. we just lost our entire eight-year-old and below audience <laughs> because <laughs> I so have played a PewDiePie lot of Minecraft in my life, if and I, I actually enjoy if it. They, uh, but they already turn it off. This this podcast. Uh, I, I work. I work with kids uh, on the weekends and during the week. My job. I, I, that that sounds strange to say that in this context. But I, I get to work with children, and you know, I, I work on stage and do different things with them. And and I I ask them this weekend, I'm like, hey, who really like Minecraft? They lost their minds. And I think it's Freaked I think it's out. because of, I think it's because of the Lego craze. I think yeah, Lego definitely. Lego has come back in a strong way. And I think Minecraft is a digital version of that. Definitely, that which makes just, you wonder why not just play Legos? Right? Why not play Legos? I don't yeah. even know what the heck Minecraft you do. Like I know there's like zombies and you build things and you can actually enter secret worlds by putting this and mining this place. Like I got a kid that like I know plays it all the time. He told me all this kind of stuff. I'm like. That sounds like no fun to me. Like, here's a gun, shoot things. It is. I mean, it's the same reason that you liked Legos as a kid. It feels exactly the same way. Imagination. I mean, there's some some fun things in it if you want to do like survival and everything. But being able to make stuff, that's the whole point. It's fun. It's it's endless opportunity if you have the imagination, which is why it's so popular with kids. There's also a a zombie mode or whatever. That's I saw some things very scary. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I would agree with you. Minecraft, I'm, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, to wrap it up, my game that I would uh, <laughs> that I would say that everybody loved, that I, and, and then I'm going to go with the whole franchise. I know you guys are going to hate me for this, you especially. Um, dude, I, I never got into the Elder Scrolls games. Like, I, I really mm. never did. Like, Skyrim, like, I've had it, and I think now it's like it's too late to go in and play that game. I heard Skyrim's the best, but dude, I like... See, there's opinions, and then there's blasphemy. See, I know. Oh, gosh, <laughs> no. See, listen, I had... Outright mor- being wrong. Listen, I had, I had Morrowind, right? Like, I had the Morrowind game, and I'm like... It's pronounced then, Morrowind. Whatever, dude. It was like the clunkiest sword. Like, the sword just goes... It just, like, right in front of you, the same direction the, the, the entire time. The combat system was super The combat clunky. system was weird. Oh, and then, for Skyrim, I just couldn't get into it because of that, because I was so used to Morrowind, and I didn't like it. And all my friends were like, dude, like, I love it. I'm like, just give me Legend of Zelda, dude. That, that, like, that is... Like, I love Legend of Zelda. I, going back, I'll give you a game. If you're Akari Warriors, PlayStation 2, um, Animusha, um, whatever. The, Animusha, Animusha, yes, dude. I remember. Games like that. So, I, did I say your game wrong? What, what oh, that's <laughs> it's Otagi. Otagi. Yeah. Akari Warriors. Akari Warriors. Oh, yeah, that's totally different. That's, that's more nerd. Yeah, so you we talk meant about your Atari Warriors. Your Atari Warriors, man. Uh, but, yeah, you know, so I do like that a medieval feel. I do like the arrows. I do like the thing. I, you know, I, um, but another guy, I tell you another game I couldn't get into Fable. I, I couldn't get mm, into Fable. You know, like Fable. Love the first one. Didn't you like don't any really like role playing games though? Uh, well, no, in but, general, like that's not a huge. I mean, Zelda is a maybe. little bit different. Zelda's that's not really an RPG. That's an adventure that's more, game. Yeah, right. yeah. So right. I mean, maybe that's it. That. Maybe it's just a whole genre that I don't like. The combat but, sucks in Elder Scrolls. Hey, like it's it's awful. Right. Let me tell you what RPG I did like. 
What? Super Mario RPG, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's, game. that's my favorite game ever. Everyone loves that game. Everyone loves that game. I still got that. Go. I still have my every, copy of it. Dude, everybody. Lo- I, me too. I got one in the closet. Oh my Best character, man. That little doll. Oh, Gino, man. Gino, Gino, Gino man. dude. Gino was the best. He missed a cameo somewhere in a recent game. I forgot which. If he's in Super Smash Bros., I'll get a Wii U. It was. It was. That's what it was. He's in a Smash Brothers game. That's what he was in. He's not a character. I think he might have been like an item or something. Maybe. I'm not mistaken. Because his rights are weird. It's like between Square. And right. Nintendo, right, so nobody Enix can use them. Yeah, I'm sorry. But Enix I will now. tell you, I love that we end tonight on an agreement that Super Mario RPG is just great. Awesome. We'll have another Super Nintendo podcast later. But hey, that's it for tonight, guys. I want to thank everybody for being here. Lots of fun. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We got a lot more stuff coming on the way. This is kind of just a. We're literally sitting in my living room around. We have some red solo cups, and uh, they're filled with water. Could we fill with something else the next time we do this? Because I think we all need some adult beverages to do this show. I think that'd be that'd be the most fun. So. Guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, listening. We love you guys, and we will see you next time here on the 4 Plot Podcast. Good night, everybody. Well, there you have it. The very first episode of the 4 Plot Podcast. The very first time all of us got together and were completely and totally wrong about everything we were talking about. Regardless, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope you look forward to more of our retrocasts as we continue to post episodes from Season 1. We'll be back next week with more brand new content for you, so until then, take care, and we'll see you back here next week on the 4Plot Podcast.